Aw, Jay, you got us a gift? It's a blue cock ring. You're welcome. Why is there a hair on it? <laughs> I'm not joking. I have not used it. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. I cannot with these queens. Welcome back, ladies and gents, uh, to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT Uh. podcast streaming live on Digital Stream Radio, where you can access the audio live stream today. Surprise. Uh, We decided to do an episode on Tuesday because tomorrow I will not be available. And so we were like, okay, we have to do an end of the year episode. And uh, that's basically what what we're going to do. We're going to do it today, which is Tuesday, which is weird. But anyway, um, my name is Tom. And I'm your host, and as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. And welcome you all to the last dish of 2022. How are you, boys? Trish, how are you? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Yeah. Was 2022... A good year, or was 2022 an okay year, or what's the deal with 2022 for you? Um, it was good. I mean, I got a promotion, I got a raise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy with my job. Family yeah. was a little tough, but you have a new niece. I have a new niece. That that happened in 2022, right? Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna be one in February. I just want to make sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was overall, it was a good year. It's funny, though, if you think about it, like, sometimes we kind of fixate on the bad stuff. Right. But, like, I had a pretty good fucking year. Well, I mean, you named three good things for you. Well, three, four in 2022. So, oh, and I had sex. Oh, oh well, uh, okay, five. <laughs> That's That should have been number one. <laughs> That's a huge one. That's a huge yeah, one. because she needed to get pounded. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was going through it. Yep. Um, okay, so five things. So that's going to be the theme. Five good things in 2022. Jay, <laughs> darling, how are you? Uh, oh. <laughs> just, just, just say, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the atypical, right? I'm okay. Considering. I'm okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Considering. Uh, okay. Five, th- five five things for you for the for the year 2022. We're gonna keep it positive. Uh, today. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, uh, being able to spend more time with my mom because you know prior to you know, with the whole COVID thing that was tough. Mm-hmm. We went almost a year without seeing her, mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's yeah, big. That's big. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm glad my brothers were able to make it from Kansas. I haven't been able to see one of them for about ten years. So wow, that was you know. Big, a big to do for me anyway, you know? Dorothy, that bitch. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Renee. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, um, let me see. I'm moving on. Yeah. So that's number one. Uh, number Wait, no, that's one number two. two. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, overall. Okay, come on. The gay campsite. <laughs> the gay campsite was fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that was fun. I did that. That's always twice. a joy. Yeah, that was fun. It was it was liberating. 
So, okay, so that's, very so that's nice. three. That's three. Um, and you, oh wait, God. so let, let's elaborate on that one. Yeah. So you ended up going with, with your daughter. With my daughter the first time, second time with just my brother-in-law and some friends. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. So, and, and we had fun. I mean, uh, you know, my daughter's one that I can travel with and, and hang out and have a good time. And, you know, we're pretty pretty carefree and, and, and honest with each other. So... She's awesome. She's awesome, you know. She, she is all. She's awesome, like, go have fun. Like, just don't bring any any men to your tent. <laughs> so I didn't. She's no. she's so he didn't. So she's like like just five feet. Five. Yes, let's say five. Feet. So we're going to say five. Well, a little a little less like than four eleven. Like four eleven of nothing but just pure love and, and joy. Uh, but she's awesome. So that's good. So that's three. What's number four? Um. Oh my god. Come on, think hard, harder, <clears throat> hard, hard. Um, no, I mean I had plans to travel that got canceled because of the you know pending storms. Mm-hmm. So, so I I think I'm kind of that's pretty much it. I mean, being able to, I still still record with you guys. I, okay, weekly. That's I'll take that as four. You also <laughs> went and saw your entire so, family in Mexico, even though you did get sick. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, yeah. My, and my nephew got married. Yeah, yeah, in Mexico. So, nice. Thank you. And nice. you went to Tennessee, right? Uh, no, that was last year. That was last year. Oh my god! Yeah, time flies. Shows. Time flies when you're on Prozac. Yeah, I keep saying that shit, and yeah. you guys don't believe me. Hey, they already had a baby. Oh my god! <laughs> We're in a perpetual <laughs> cycle like of years. Prozac. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They That's had crazy. a COVID baby. They just had a baby. Yep, Mason. Oh, cute. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Mason. He came a little early. He's a bundle of joy. I still haven't seen him. Um. I'm trying to make sure that, you know, if, if we're going to be around now, everybody's in good health. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my next visit. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, let's see. For me, five things in 2022 that were, I think, awesome. First and foremost, we started off the year. Um, well, I started off the year working from home, which so that that, that was a big plus. Mm-hmm. Um, until they told us we had to go back to the office in April. But then, you know, they sort of kind of said, eh, okay, we're going to give you two days at home. I mean, and so, you kind of convinced them. So. Yeah, that, that was, it was needed. So that was, that was number one, um, that, you know, even though most people think that the pandemic is over, um, it's, you know, we, we're still able to, to have that flexibility to, to be able to work from home because I enjoyed it so much. Uh, two, um, I got my monkeypox vaccines one and two and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, averted, you know, having to go through some of the things that I've seen some of my friends go through, uh, with monkeypox, which was crazy. Um, I got laid a lot recently and yeah, it's like, um, so that was three, um, let's see what else. Um, broke some dry spells. I see 36 slim. Oh well, I was gonna get there. So um, I also um, went shopping and realized that I dropped four pant sizes. So I went from a forty to a thirty-six slim. So that's good. And I had my first um, homemade glory hole experience in twenty twenty-two, right before we rung out the year. So that was yeah, amazing. 
your year is not over, honey. No, no, it's not. We still have like five more days left. So, but yeah. Nice. Um, you know, and, and of course, you know, all the good stuff, being able to spend time with family and, and you know, my mom is healthy, thank God, and, you know, my siblings and everyone and, and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, overall, it, it has been a very, very interesting 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so let me tell you guys, because I know, you know, I've, I've, I've been telling you guys about how, you know, I was glad my brothers came and spent time with mom for her birthday. Mm-hmm. So two of my brothers, my older brothers came down from Kansas. They flew down, spent a few days with us. And then they realized they're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. And then um, they were scheduled to leave Wednesday and the storm hit Kansas mm. Wednesday night. So they canceled their flights. So they canceled them till Thursday. Thursday, they went to the airport, and after like the third cancellation, they had to rent a car to drive. Back oh home. my god! And the storm was going right through the heart of America. Yeah, like so, little middle, middle America. Yeah, so it was like a technically it's like a twenty-hour drive, and I mm. think it took them close to twenty-five. Wow! And then my oldest brother Ivan, when he got in, he had to drive to Branson, Missouri, another four hours because they were scheduled to take some vacation time with his wife and daughter. So. That's insane. I, I, yeah, I gotta give it to him because he, you know, he got home. They made it safely. They made it home like at three a.m. on, on Friday. That's wow. harsh. Um, they send a couple of videos throughout the day. I mean, I, I was, I'm not sleeping at night, so every hour or so, I was like just checking in on them, you know, um, just to make sure that everything was okay because there was, there was a, quite a bit of accidents and and some nasty. Oh yeah. You know, well, I mean, in Ohio, like. Yeah. So Ohio had a huge pileup on the highway, which yep. is ve- not very uncommon for for those areas who, which, which surprising it surprises me because Ohio is one of those you know considered a northern midwestern state, that, and for, that sees its share of snow. It's not yeah. a surprise. So it's like you know if they say there's a huge storm coming, dude, stay the fuck home. Nothing yeah. is that motherfucking important. Yep. yep. You know, but none. None have gotten it worse than the lakeside communities of New York State. Yeah. Holy shit. Buffalo had Buffalo's, four yeah. feet of snow. And they're so, expecting more tonight. Mm-hmm. My okay. coworker, um, her uh, father-in-law came into town for the holidays. Right. And he was supposed to leave on Sunday, I believe. And she texted me today and she was like, so the roads are closed. He can't get home. I don't know how much longer I can handle this. I might turn back my PTO. <laughs> like, so that she can go into the office and work. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, when can he get out? She's like, I have no idea. Oh my God. That's insane. Yeah. Well, can you my, imagine? Yeah. My oldest daughter, she's, she's a director at a daycare center here. And uh, one of her teachers is in Buffalo. Uh, and she got caught in the storm trying to drive back home. So she ended up getting stranded in the highway. Oh, my God. She had to be rescued. Mm -hmm. And they brought her to a church and, uh, you know, safe haven, take care of her. From that church, they transferred her to a different church because that one got overbooked. Mm -hmm. And then from the second church, they transferred her to a third church because she was overbooked. So she doesn't know where her vehicle is at. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, this was all Sunday night, Christmas Eve. She's texting my daughter like every couple of hours. That is insane. Yeah, she's but, like, yeah, they're asking us for our vehicle's information so they can try and track down where our vehicles are at. Uh, some people's vehicles were um, um, 
buried in the snow with the plows. Wow. So some people don't even can't even find their vehicles at this time. That is insane. It's insane. And you know, the, the thing is there's, there's a lot of Facebook posts of people like, Oh my God, my flight is canceled. I'm so irritated already. I can't with this airline. I can't with that airline and this one. It's not the airline's fault. It's the it's, weather. It's Mother Nature. And she's it, pissed. That is the nature of traveling around this time of year. You mm-hmm. can expect that storms are going to come. You can expect that, um, you know, you're going to have delays. And, and the thing is that when one hub has one delay, that's a ricochet effect to all the other hubs. Yeah. If Chicago is, is done, that's the midway hub to the world. Mm-hmm. So you can expect delays in New York. You can expect delays in, in California. Um, same, you know, same thing. For example, you know, this cold weather was so, so insane and it went so far down South that even airports like Dallas, right. Which is another major hub, um, between, you know, between major airports on the Eastern and Western coast that also had delays. And that is just a ricochet effect of it's a domino effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you have to expect, and I know that honestly, if I were traveling, I'd be motherfucking everybody, every single airline. I'd be on all their Facebook, Instagram pages and this and that I'd be pissed, but you know, Sitting on this side, <laughs> of course, um, you just have to realize that this is the shit that happens around this time of year. Some yep. some years we look out and, you know, luck out and nothing happens and, you know, smooth going to and from your destinations. But that's just the name of the game. And it's know? not just the winter. I mean, when you have hurricane, se- hurricane season or some unexpected storm hits. Right. There's delays. There's nothing you could do about that. And, you know, and the and the airlines are kind of covered by that. You know what I right. mean? Because right. unfortunately, I mean. Well, they do have to. <laughs> you so, can't travel. So if, if your flights get canceled due to uh, adverse weather, oh, airlines yes. are not required to only offer now. Um uh, uh, another flight like they can't they can't only give you a voucher now they are required to actually give you a refund oh really yes yes, that's yes. she law. did not know that and that is a federal law now because pete. of all the stuff that's been going on because and cancellations um because of you yeah no pete 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 yeah well no i was gonna what say you what because you know yeah. you're such a bitch to the employees when you travel <sighs> <laughs> i mean that with a lot of love you know, and you know, and there's so much, so much. Um, when, when it's not easy. I think there's. I, I understand. I meant that but, with a lot of love, by the way. No, but I understand how how she's you been can in my be, house for like two days. So it's like the amount of money you pay to travel, you pay yeah. for a specific service, and you right. expect that. Yeah. Period. So right, and, and just like anything know. else, if I go out out to eat and I ask for extra meat on my fucking sandwich, and you bring a regular sandwich. I'm going to fucking pay you for the extra meat. Just add this shit. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so, well, no, I get it. Don't get me wrong, but it's like you, you can't blame people for things that mother nature throws exactly. at you. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, the sad thing is that this happens to be, this all happened, you know, the day before uh, uh, Christmas Eve on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day. And then, not to mention, it was fucking brick. Oh my God, it was so cold. The heat at home, again, I have an old cape. Uh, it's not insulated correctly. That's another issue I have with right. the house. I had the, I had the thermostat set at 78. 
Oh my god! And it still fell like like sixty. It was sixty nine in the house. Oh my god! <laughs> no, that bell is gonna bad. suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Let gas. me tell you. It's gas. Um, it was it, so it cold. I had yeah. not seen my balls in like four days. <laughs> And then suddenly they appeared. No, you definitely have. <laughs> well, somebody did. Well, I somebody guess. warmed you up. <laughs> or, Thank goodness for homemade glory holes. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. I cannot. Cannot. So, so shall I elaborate a little bit on the story? Hey, that's up to you. It's your hole. <laughs> it's your hole. So, I, I have a friend of mine uh, who I know. <laughs> Uh, who we have uh, on occasion in years past um, played around and you know got together and stuff and like poker or no played around you know sexual stuff oh, fun stuff nasty, nasty. Um, and we could have played poker on our <laughs> way to strip down to to our our itty bitty you know nothing on and all that good stuff but uh, so we were talking about fantasies and we were talking about you know things that sort of kind of we wish that we would do. And so we both landed on a glory hole. Okay. Okay. And we were like, okay, well, that's doable and it may sound fun. And so how are we going to role play this? And we sort of kind of talk about it and say, okay, well, you know, I arrive, you know, you're waiting, we do our business and then um, I'll slip you something so that you can feel like a filthy whore, like money. And then I just leave. That's exactly what we did. So I whipped out a sheet that I wasn't using. I hung it up and nailed it to the trim of the door upstairs, which happens to be right by the the back door of of going out into the patio. And so I came over and he showed me this photo and I was like, you did what? Did you wipe down that like molding, like molding? the door? Did you like wipe it all I down? Did. He's like, yeah, I wiped it down. <laughs> and then I, I ended up staying over last night because we were having a game night and an actual game night. Yes, okay. a real game, night. <laughs> a real game night. And you ended up sleeping with the glory hole. Covers? No, no, he comes okay. out. He comes out from. I don't know where he got it from. Probably the bathroom or his bedroom. <laughs> But he comes out with the fucking sheet he used to create this glory hole, and he's just like folding it in front of you, and he opens it up, and like massive hole just cut out. And I'm like, I fucking cannot with you right now. So we started. And he just laughing. like folded it up like normal and put it away. Say this for later for a rainy day. <laughs> but you know, hey, listen, I I'm a grown ass motherfucking man, and we got to get creative in how we find ways to keep things interesting. So. <laughs> glory hole it was yeah yeah no yeah. and i made 50 bucks nice. i can't believe this <laughs> so it made me feel like a filthy dirty bastard but you know and i loved every inch pretty, of it pretty yeah yeah pretty it was That's so awesome. yeah, yeah i i i said to myself you know what however he's like wait i have a video because he has a <laughs> ring camera right and he's like, I have a video of him coming in. Couldn't find it, but he had a video of him leaving. Yeah. And the guy was like hopping, like like fixing himself and hopping like it was the best thing he ever had. I was like, oh my God, I can't. He had a joyous skip to him. Yeah. He had a pep in his step. Pep in his step. It was so funny. Shit. Well, wait, let's just say I'm very talented. Mm-hmm. Apparently it was yeah. so, 50 bucks out of the deal. So, so it, and, it's... And, 
And so. Double whammy. Yeah, one one of my weird conversations this past week was, so my youngest daughter, (laughs) who has the three boys, Mm -hmm. um, of course, you know, as a first time mom of boys, she's kind of, my grandson, the oldest is coming into his age. Right. So, so he's, he's a little stinky. He's 11, 11, 11, 12, yeah. And a couple of times he's come over to the house and I'm like, dude, you smell like onions. You know, like uh, he, he's got strong body odor. Right. So I'm like, grandpa's going to tell you what you need to do. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to help him out. So, <laughs> so we're at the house. We're having a conversation. She's like, dad, um, you need to talk to your grandson. I was like, what happened now? She's like, well, he's getting up in the morning and... And his thingy sticking out. He's gonna catch a UTI because he doesn't pee. So she's assuming. <laughs> no, that's normal. You know, it was like that's kind of gross. He's getting up and he's got. And I was like, that's normal. She's like, huh? And I'm like, that's normal for men. Actually, men catch multiple erections while they're asleep mm-hmm. because your body releases. Uh, it's not oxygen. It's like the serotonin. The, no, it's not the serotonin. There's a chemical that your body releases while you're asleep. I forget mm. what it was, and it it uh, fills your blood. It makes your blood flow easier, which it tends to fill in your penis right. because you have more blood so, vessels so, in your penis. So you end up getting so you end erections. up getting erections. You get about twenty five erections per night. I did not Which know is a that. normal thing. She's busy. So <laughs> at night, as, as you sleep, you catch erections off and on, and it's normally about twenty-five erections per night. Is that like? But, is there like a age where? I mean, it depends. I, I sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night to pee, and I, you know, I, at home we call oh it. God. We call it a peon, not a hard on. It's a peon, and you are hard. Hard. When you wake up. You're like. Tub. Trying to like you, you, tub. you literally had to like <laughs> tilt your body. Yeah. Tilt your whole body yeah. because it's like you can't and because then if you if you push down It to, hurts. Not only does it hurt, but it also blocks the pee from coming out yeah. because you're, you're if it's too hard, yeah. yeah it's Lord so, have mercy. But we we Talk call it at home a peon. Yeah, we call it a peon. Yeah. It's not a hard on you gotta pee and, and your bladder's full and it causes you to get an erection. It's unavoidable. <laughs> Me as a teen Shower was it all the time in the mornings. Got to pee, go in the shower. That was it. So that's that's kind of like you know stuff she doesn't understand as a first time mom. Right, right. And I'm like, no. So and they're all boys. And they're all boys. All Girl, three boys. So wait, I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait until their their hormones start no. like uh, he, their my, testosterone yeah, my kicks in, and they start whacking yeah, off, and you start finding sticky socks sticky here and socks there, and towels and yeah, everything. I if, broke a towel in half. Oh boy. <laughs> Who is this? So, that's from Bridesmaids. <laughs> She's like, I have four boys. I literally <laughs> broke a towel in half the other day. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> but I actually have a funny story from this week too. Go for it. So my, one of the board members for the Schubert Theater, um, he's kind of becoming a good friend of mine. Uh, I was talking to him. I actually had to swing by his house the other day. And that day, I, he was like, talking about the show he's like i've been watching this new show it's on cbs it's called ghosts okay and i was like oh i've never seen it he's yeah. like well there's a character that reminds me of you you should totally oh, check it out so of course those are dangerous words night, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and i'm watching the tv show like not even like two minutes in i'm like <clears throat> i text him i'm like it's the gay colonial ghost isn't it and, <laughs> <laughs> and he responds right away he's like yep <laughs> and so this ghost is like, I mean, 
I wouldn't. I I don't really see it. I mean, there are moments he's super sassy, mm. um, but then about six episodes in, this other colonial ghost who was a red coat. He was a uh, you one, know from um, Britain, one, whatever. Right. He shows up. A red coat. Yeah. Mm. He shows up, and they have like some weird chemistry, and I'm like, oh fuck. And I look at the actor. I dated the actor. Stop. 100%. When I was an intern in Louisville, he came in. He was there for like two and a half months. And we didn't really date. We just like hooked up. Right. But you shared time. Right. You but he, time when he showed up and he was like, yeah, no, you remind me of this actor. And then this guy walked in. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I texted him and I was like, FYI. And he's like, that can't be true. I'm like, it's 100% true. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> talking about your ghost coming back to haunt you. I know. Huh? <laughs> and I actually, I text, the ghost, the ghost of Christmas of, past. I, <laughs> I texted it, um, the actor, and I was like, "Hey, by the way, this is a really great show." And he's like, "Oh, thank you so much." And then I'm like, "Oh, fuck! Wow! Not only do, do I remind my board member of this character, but I slept with his the boyfriend the on show. the show." <laughs> Oof. Oh my God! So yeah, the the, the parallels are are pretty yeah pretty uncanny yeah yeah. Look at you. I know. At least you can see your your exes on TV. Mm. I can't even see the faces bit, of yeah. mine because you know the Those sheets. sheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, yeah. It's that's what we do. But yeah, you know. Um, Cheers to 2022's experiences. Um, you know, there have been some um, really a, a lot of uh, a lot of craziness. Yes. Um, you know, these midterms, for example, yep. um, were crazy. Um, luckily, we didn't do as bad as we thought we were going to do. <clears throat> um, and so I think that democracy is safe for now. Um, for now. Uh, God knows what we're going to go into, you know, two years from now in 2024 when we have another presidential election and, you know, Cheeto fucking MAGA Jesus is already announced that he's going to run again. And this should be interesting, you know. But the thing is, I'm, what what gives me a little bit of hope is that I'm not seeing the fire behind the campaign versus how he launched initially. Right in twenty before in twenty fifteen when he launched his presidential campaign, mm-hmm. it was nonstop news coverage. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. This time he announced it's like I haven't heard about it since. I, right, I think in, <clears throat> initially, first time around, you had a lot of people behind him, right, because they didn't know the shit show that was coming into play. Oh Lord, and boy, was it a shit show. So, so. He had, I mean, unfortunately, he had the presence. He had, he had the following. Right. You know what I mean? Even, even, uh, you know, in the media and having reality TV shows and having this presence. Right. Even though there were still a bunch of people on the sidelines going, this guy's a fucking nutcase. He is. I mean, the man Uh, rode (laughs) down an elevator and the first thing that came out of his mouth was that Mexicans were rapists, thieves, and yeah. And I can't remember what else he said, so, but, but it was insane. Yeah. So, yeah. so he had he had a lot of this, you know, this following already right. set. So I think Republicans thought this is a good thing 
for the Republican Party. Until it was once, once the shit hit the fan. Well, no, initially, <laughs> I, I initially, I no. Think, they, I think it was more about the fact that the Republican Party was getting so much money from him and yeah, his friends. Yeah, they absolutely. didn't know what to do with him at first. So that no was, one ever yeah. thought he would even be the nominee exactly. when he first ran, right? In twenty in 2015, when he launched his campaign, no yep. one thought he would he would be the nominee. Everybody thought it was just a gag. You uh, had, I mean, uh, at least that's the way I took it. You had initially. Rubio. You had, um, God knows who else. Um, who was the, who was the one? Yeah, Marco Rubio was up there. It was him. Um, the the other guy that, that unfortunately he passed away. He had a heart attack or something um, during COVID. You had like twenty other people that were running against him, and this man went on stage and literally just tore them all down, and ended up becoming the de facto nominee because these people just didn't want to go against him. And I think that's how he ended up, you know, developing his following. But then, yeah. you know. January 6th happened and then everything just went holy shit you and know, everybody like, realized he's gonna throw everybody under the fucking bus to is, get his way right this is freaking crazy you know and even and, though they kind of quote unquote were still kind of behind him mm, they weren't behind him right they were just waiting for that that opportune time to be like fuck this guy this, this dude's a fucking nutcase not right. everybody not everybody you still have you still have your few pants you still have your few nutcases that are, you know, behind his ass. Right. But look at look at the difference. It's going to be interesting between to see. then and now, and how many people have lost elections because he has backed them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see now that he has officially said that he would run. Yep. And I'm waiting for DeSantis to announce that he's going to run because you know that's going to happen. Oh yeah. To yeah. see those two on stage. Well, you know. I still worry that if Biden is the Democratic candidate. Yeah, it's going to go Republican. Maybe. Well, I mean, especially with DeSantis, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are behind him right now. Don't don't sleep on the Democratic turnout, though, because remember that Biden got almost nine million more votes than than uh, this asshole did but that, in the last election. But that was because we had the asshole, right? We right. have to have, people still have to come out. Like, people came out to vote because they wanted him out. Democrats came out in droves because they wanted him out. Right. They can't sit on their laurels. We right. have to still vote. We have right. to go out. Yeah. But there are two huge things um, that ha- that happened in the last year that are going to motivate, I believe, Democrats to come out and make sure that our next presidential election is a success. One was the shocking revelations of the January 6th committee. I mean, when you talk about the millions and millions of people that viewed these things and seen everything that they put out, um, I think that they did a really good job, not necessarily at, at coming... Um, at putting out something that would put this man behind bars, but throwing everything they had and giving it to the people and trying him in the court of public opinion. And I think that that did a really good job. And if that was their target, if that was what they wanted, I think they got it. That's going to really hurt him. Because all this stuff is fresh. They just released their final report right before the new Congress starts in, on January. Years, and 
The other thing that's driving, um, you know, turnout, um, which was clearly evident, is is Roe v. Wade. Yeah. The mm-hmm. fact that you know this this rogue court decided that they wanted to take fifty years of precedence and just throw it out the window. Um, it's big. And, you know, they were going to try that because, you know, Justice uh, Alito said it, you know, he was going to come for marriage equality next. All we needed just was just one. One of those states that hasn't codified it into law to sue and it would end up at the Supreme Court and Obergefell would be Obergefell versus Hodge would be history. However, with the passage of the Respect for Marriage Act, I think that, you know, they made that a priority because they saw that, you know, we need to safeguard this before we leave, before we get ousted from power, because if we don't do this now, it's never going to get done. They didn't get that opportunity with Roe v. Wade because we didn't have the warnings that we had after Roe v. Wade was struck down. <clears throat> Am I making any sense? Yeah, you are. I mean, I just think that I've heard from a lot of conservative Democrats and liberal Republicans and both are like, I don't know if I can vote for Biden. I think they would though. That's the thing. It depends. I mean, I think they would, if it was Trump, if it was Trump, yes, I think they would. But if it was like somebody like DeSantis, I don't think they would. He's another Trump. No, he's not though. But when you really think career politician, like he he knows what he's doing. Oh, he's not stupid. He's not stupid. But, you know, when you think about, for example, currently right now, there are 18 attorney generals that are challenging the don't say gay bill law. um, Well, yeah. In conjunction because of, you know, what DeSantis did in Florida. Yeah, But you know what Floridians think? Right. He did a good job. No, they think that he is giving all of these raises to all of these people, uh, all of these teachers, because they deserve it. He only did that because he couldn't get anybody. The state couldn't get anybody to stay or come. Right. They couldn't hire teachers. They had to actually. But but the the thing is, like, people aren't taking a moment to realize and educate themselves what they're doing is they're seeing the oh. We got more he, money. We got more money. Yeah. Oh, all these teachers who deserve it. Don't get me right. wrong. Either way, they deserve it. Right. Uh, got all this. Like he's doing all this great work it's a political like, for the move. middle class. It's right. a political right. move. Yeah. But, you know, keep in mind um, what he did with Disney, for example, that's going to backfire because guess what? Those changes go into effect on the first of this upcoming yeah, it's year. It's actually not going to go into effect, but that's okay. So there is a possibility that all those taxes that those individuals who lived in those, those neighborhoods surrounding Disney will have to start paying more taxes for. It's not going to happen. Ambulatory services for, you know, fire police. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens in regards to how that all develops. But, you know, he's, he's, he, he's made a lot of enemies, especially, you know, uh, people in the LGBTQ plus community. And I just hope that, you know, this challenge, you know, by the way, which uh, the attorney general Carl Racine, he's uh, the Washington DC attorney general has announced a coalition of 18 attorney generals that are now opposing Florida's parental rights and education act, also known as the don't say gay law. The office released a, a press statement saying that uh, late last week, the law posed a threat to LGBTQ plus students, emphasizing that they are, at particular risk and harm due to discrimination based on this law. 
He said, quote, my office has a strong track record of fighting for LGBTQ plus rights in the district and across the country to make sure that everyone can simply be who they are and love who they love. Florida's law offers no benefits to anyone and, in fact, put children and families in harm's way. We will continue to use all of our authority to help strike down this law and any other hateful discriminatory policy that threatens people's fundamental freedoms. And I say, yes, motherfucking yes. So, you know, we have to see how these things play play out. And unfortunately, in, 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 when you think about how things play out in the court of law, they're long. It's never an easy thing. It's not something that can be expedited. And you just have to wait and see how it all, how the cards land, you know, but it makes me, it makes me sad um, that, you know, individuals in Florida are, are, are having such hard times. Not only that, you know, think about all the other laws that all these other legislatures are trying to pass uh, to oppress uh, members of our community, specifically, you know, transgender men and women. Um, it's insane. So we've been babbling for 36 minutes. And so what we are going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we have more dish, of course, and, um, a quick review of 2022 right before and cock rings and all that good stuff. (laughs) So we will be right back. All right. We are back. That was the last break of 2022 uh before you know we go into this new year i can't believe you know it's we four days right four days before yeah. we jump into a new year with new nails with new nails she got a manicure by the way you want to tell us a little manny bit about that? petty manny petty oh yeah i did something for myself today that was that self-care is important yeah and i haven't done that in a like long time but I went and I got a mani pedi at this place, like right around the corner from my house, and it was amazing just to spend an hour with myself taking care of something that really needed to be taken care of. Yeah, I mean, like she grated the fuck out of my feet. I heard that you know they, you, you dropped two bricks. Yeah, that was like pre-COVID feet. <laughs> pre-COVID feet. Like, she had Flintstone feet. She, she looked at them and she was like, "Oh." Uh, she was like, "Oh, yabba no. dabba." She, she literally <laughs> sat down. She sat down and she got back up and came back with the grater. <laughs> with like, the grater, girl. And she came not out. Not the little handheld one. She brought the kitchen one. <laughs> what color do you want? Uh, clear. clear. Yeah. That's important. And she no, looked at me funny, good. though. It was like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, no, I just want clear. That, but <laughs> that's not a bad thing, though. And, and you know, you have to think about, you know, some of the things that we have not done, right? Because we were in, like, perpetual shutdown for a long time uh, before we started little by little uh, emerging from our, our dens, if that's what we want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, self-care is important. So the fact that, you know, you took time to do something for yourself, that that's big. Yeah. You know what's funny? I was talking to my mom when I was driving over here today. And she was like, so you didn't get a color? I was like, no, just clear. But I've never actually gotten nail polish done before. I always just I had them like buff. Yeah. Right. I like it. And then buff and shine. Because I always get nervous at work. Like when I go meet with these like corporate clients. Right. Like what are they going to think? Right, but you got to be careful. So, for for those who don't know, and you know, I, I'm a I, I'm a licensed cosmetologist, and I have been for a very long time. 
uh, when you buff your nails, right, you're removing that film, that top film. Oh, and that then, bitch chiseled my fucking And nails. they're buffing them down so, so much to get a shine. If you are perpetually doing that over and over and over again, you're thinning the nail bed and your nails get weaker and brittle because of that. So, so it is better to get top coat than it is to actually have someone buff your nails all the time. Just so that you know, nice. because you're literally you're literally grinding down. She even did like she, she did four coats, and one of the coats was like a pink clear coat to make them look like more healthy, right? And that's okay. No, I was like, yeah, girl, go for it. But they look shiny, girl. I can see those from space. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> Maybe they'll attract somebody. You never know. <laughs> Maybe you might go into 2023 banging it out even more than you did in 2022. Speaking of which, uh-huh. <laughs> resolutions, anybody? Um, well, why don't we leave that for after the story? Okay. Okay. So we'll talk about resolutions and, and our wishes for 2023, but let's jump into it because you know what? This is a very touchy subject and I think it's, it's a really good way to sort of kind of remain grounded on this topic because it is important, mm-hmm. right? Especially right around this time when we're starting to see a lot of networks, throw out a lot of movies, a lot of, you know, characters and people that are supposedly, you know, now members of the LGBT community, yep. everybody's jumping on board. How do you see the community represented through the eyes of these, you know, companies and, and what are they portraying and is healthy and does it benefit us as a whole rather than just, you know, the people that they're putting forward? So why don't you tee us up? Okay. So, um, I love rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Like, we know. Like Same. You're, you are, Same. Uh, you are the, there's still one that you won't watch that I like want you to watch. Yeah, I know. Which one? Um, uh, the thing about Harry. Okay, that's a good one. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, but so I read this article earlier, and when I say I read this article, I skimmed this article. Uh, but basically, what it was talking about, it was talking about the representation of queer, um, uh, queer people in rom coms, and the fact that when we see finally all all of these queer people come like come out in rom coms, they're all like they have a perfect body. Right. They are like the ideal Adonis of what you know society wants us to think is beautiful. Right. But in reality, look around the table. Not that we're not all beautiful. I think we all are beautiful. But we all have different bodies and we all look a different way. I mean, you know, I have such bad, like such bad image of myself. Right. Like I always, I'm like, oh, I look terrible. I'm ugly. I don't even look at the mirror before, you know, I take a shower and put my bondo on. Like, and the reality is a lot of that is stems from, you know, the societal norm of what we're supposed to look like. Right. And now, now that we're seeing more queer representation in in comic uh, in rom coms or in movies in general, mm-hmm. um, while we do every once in a while see the big queer gay best friend or big queer gay funny guy or big queer gay bear, it's not the main focus. So it's always like something to laugh at, right? The supporting actor, right? Right, and. <laughs> It's, it's a, the supporting storyline. Right. It's yeah. just perpetuating right. the concept of what's beautiful. Right. Right. And I mean, if we want to talk about or, or even look at current movies that have come out, right? I, I, I want to go back a little bit before we, we talk about current movies and talk about what we've seen in the past, right? And when you think about, for example, you know, Will and Grace, 
right? Mm-hmm. You talk about four absolutely stunningly gorgeous actors, you know, you know, just going through the life of, uh, you know, a, a straight woman that is what I always believed was infatuated with Will. Yep. Uh, and, you know, you have Jack. The ultimate, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> F- the hag. ultimate fag hat, yeah. Hag. And then, you know, I mean, Karen. Yeah. Karen. And I don't know why we chose Karen to to talk about you, these crazy people because Karen is so badass. Yeah, but at the same time, that it, character would have been a Karen. Yeah. Right. And today, in <laughs> and would have voted for Trump. Probably, yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. She's right. I, yeah, I, she I, would. I agree. I agree. Um, but, but the thing is, when you start thinking about, for example, Will and Grace, when you start thinking about movies that came out that sort of kind of led the way for uh, exposure of LBG, LGBTQ romance or even, um, you know, underground relationships or whatever the case may be, you think about, for example, movies like, like Brokeback Mountain and you think about Will and Grace. Birdcage. The Birdcage. Single all the way. Did you guys see that one? Yeah. Well, that was current, right? Yeah, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm going 2022, back. 2022, even at that, it's this year. Um, Bros, which was a big right to yep. do you know but but I, well, the point i was trying to make is that, let's say for example broke back mountain yep. the two leading um characters in that movie which were heath ledger and jake gyllenhaal were absolutely gorgeous beautiful men in the standards of what people believe to be beautiful right and yes. in I, hollywood don't take me wrong i would still like to see them naked Yes, that's nice. But, um, you know, when you start thinking about singing all the way, now we're moving into a more um, hallmarkish hallmarkish <laughs> market and, you know, all of these other networks that are jumping on the bandwagon of, of, of portraying gay love and por- portraying same sex love. Um, the actors that are playing these these lead roles are, in a sense, what you mentioned, people that um sell movies right Mm -hmm. unfortunately you know they look for a specific type of beautiful people to drive sales drive movies but and while it is amazing and fantastic to see representation of love especially kind of love that that we feel is ours um it's very disheartening to see that we only get one version of that Mm -hmm. yeah right and you know, you don't see slightly heavier people or people that have, you know, imperfections with their body. And then when they do have characters that see themselves that way, typically they're always in supporting roles. Yeah. I mean, on the flip side, if you look at like rom-coms in the heterosexual world, the only one that I can like that comes to mind that is actually also talked about in this article is um, The Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Yeah. Right. And Queen Latifah obviously is a i don't even want to say she's larger i think she's just like well, i she's think she's beautiful bone. she was uh, and i think she but she's gone through through some yeah some change. so she's gone down on on the weight yeah. um, and it was a great movie and yep. her counterpart was i believe it was was it tay diggs maybe? yeah um and he was hot as hell Right. I I mean, Tay Diggs was also all about Stella. But, Something yeah. about Stella, was it? Some, it was Tay Diggs. Stella gets her groove back, Stella you mean? Stella <laughs> gets her groove back. Thank you. I, I was thinking something about Mary. Something about cum. Mary. <laughs> but I remember watching that movie thinking to myself, why does he want to be with her? Yeah. Right. I mean, I've always wanted to be with Queen Latifah, but that's like. A thing. I mean, it's Queen Latifah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, who doesn't want to be with her? Who are you calling a bitch? But like, it, 
the the thought that like I, I think the thing is to us standing on the outside looking in we don't feel represented in main characters right you know where the fuck's the daddy <laughs> where where's the bear you know ha- headlining when, a story right let's let's be honest i mean even even right. you know even but, lesbian yeah come on but you know what we always put the pretty thin fit sculpted body up front because I, I, that's what sells for hollywood i uh-huh. will i will say this so all these major networks put all these pretty bodies out there but those aren't the only networks that exist and we have our own you know um engines of of distribution that exist queer media companies that exist and okay with, 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 write it yeah with the exception of what's the name of this last movie um the whale Oh yeah, right. With um, with Brendan Fraser, I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Which is won all these, you know, nominations. Amazing, amazing, because it does sort of portray that. But then again, he's a straight actor portraying a gay actor. Right, right. You know what I mean? Who he himself Who, um, was molested. Yeah. Um, but, and but caused again, him a lot yeah. of trauma. Um, so. But again, the thing is, you know, the representation there. You know, th- there's that representation, right. but it, it's a it's a somber uh, story yeah. in the movie. You know what I mean? It's it's not a rom com. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you have certain movies where they will portray a person that's larger than life, let's say, right? Right. And um, it's it's not necessarily a rom com. Well, I- so this is more like a dr- dr- drama slash uh, right. coming of age type thing. Right. Yeah. No. And but like, if we want to like dig even a little deeper talking about bros which is a new movie that's out that we actually watched again last night right haven't seen it yet there are two characters that are that end up you know together whatever but one of the characters billy eichner he is not your typical buff beautiful like you know uh, or well, he, he is a beautiful he, he's man beautiful, but... Yeah. but like um uh, conventionally, like what we think of as conventionally beautiful, right. um, and you can tell that he kind of leans into that in the movie. Right? And didn't he write this movie? Uh, I don't honestly. I don't know, and I'm not going to say he did or he didn't. Um, but the reality is, he several times throughout the movie looks at the counterpart, um, and he says, "You're so beautiful." It's almost like he doesn't believe this person wants to be with him. And I feel like that so like you know having having this concept of what beauty is sows a seed for so many people including myself, including anyone and when somebody really cares about you you're like I don't get it. Like what why 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 me? Why do you want to be with me? Correct. I, and I, I I get it right, and so that that it instantly gives you a sense of, you know, for all uh, all for all intents and purposes, because as you know, when you go on Grinder, when you go on, you know, um, Scruff, and all these other apps, it's like um, you get comments like no fat, no fats, no femmes, no this, no yeah, that. Yeah. So basically, what this individual is looking for is just your typical, you know, Adonis. You know, if you don't live your life in a gym nine yeah, days a week, jock type, type, yeah, yeah, it's like oh, and, and no fats, no femmes, you know, and like you got to be straight, <clears throat> no straight-ish, dads, like straight acting, right? I'm like, <laughs> what the 
fuck? See, and, and, and that's, again, you know, uh, the time that I was single, right? Uh, this is the way I would describe it, right? Do you remember so you that? So you meet people, right? <laughs> you meet people and you're talking. And the first thing a lot of people tend to ask is, uh, what are you into, right? What is your type? What is your type? What are you into? What are you not into? And, and it's, it's difficult because I, I would automatically assume like, the first, the first guy that I met that I was romantically involved with and sexually involved with was a good-looking guy, very slim, um, twinkish. Yeah, I would say nice body. And I originally thought, yeah, this is this is what I like, but it's not what I dated. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? So you you could say you're into something, but technically, it's just I, I would prefer. Right? right, it's more of a preference. With me, it's just a matter of connecting with the person. Right. If we have a good vibe, we're having a great conversation, that doesn't matter to me. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's kind of, we, we put all these labels and all this, you know, what are you into and what do you like and what, and I, I tend to tell people I, I don't really have a specific like anymore right. because you never know. I could be having a conversation with you and we could click and there's that, that connection there. Right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you look like. As right. long as we're connecting, I think for me that that is worth more than a physical appearance. Right. But unfortunately that doesn't sell movies. But, yeah, yeah. Right. So that, that's, so that's that's th- what I'm that's getting the to. Cra- yeah. The craziness <laughs> is that that doesn't sell movies. And so yep. um and and by the way, um Billy Eckner actually did write Bros in conjunction with another individual. His name's Nicholas Stoller. Um, had both um, wrote wrote the the script. Is it what they call it? Yeah. Screenplay. 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 Thank you. Um, but going back to Bros, for example, right? You have all of these different characters. You have trans characters, bisexual characters, but the main characters in the storyline in itself um, are two what we consider very good looking people. And the sad part about all of this is that, you know, we're talking about how, you know, for example, this studio is not really representing the queer community in its entirety because they're choosing these two individuals that really unrealistically, right? Not everybody looks that way. Mm -hmm. Um, May not be a representation of what everybody is. And in, 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 in doing so, in, in selecting these actors, may lead to believe to someone who may never reach those standards that that's what I should aspire to have yeah. yep. so, when that's not a reality. Well, I'm, yeah. Well, while I agree with you, there are two points I want to make. First point is I think that this isn't an LGBTQ plus issue. No, it's not. I think it's an overall, overall issue, yes. right. um, which is my first point. My second point is I think that bros specifically, um, while Billy Eichner is um, thin and attractive and he's not your, he's still not your conventional um uh adonis right? right he's not the he's not the opposite character i mean he does have that concave chest oh yeah well <laughs> yeah. We, we all know about that <laughs> but but the reality is it's like he makes sure in the movie to kind of depict 
Well, he makes his, fun. Well, he he his, makes fun of all the typical like. Well, he also he also he, he doesn't have confidence in himself, right? And he he makes sure to depict that like this beautiful man, like he makes something real for me. Like why 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 does this person who is so beautiful want to be with me? Because you're an amazing person and you are beautiful and you just don't realize it. But like, it, it's one of those movies that makes you realize that like anything is possible. Right. But like, I think everybody has beauty no matter what the circumstance. And I think like that was the message. I agree with you that. So there was a lot of, he poked a lot of fun about our typical people who, who and are, his concave chest and his concave chest, <laughs> that, you know, may serve as a reservoir for a nice little fountain of something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't come. I'll tell you that much. Um, but what I will say is this, there was a lot of really good representation in the movie overall of different, you know, people from um, all areas of our community. Um, and there were a lot of scenes that poked fun of your traditional um, issues that we face in our community. He did a good job at that, and I'm thankful for it. Um, but my gripe is with the community, right? We're sitting here, oh, you know, stop putting these these bodybuilders um, who spend, you know, 900 hours in the gym every day, even though the day is only 24 hours a day long. Uh, 24 hours long but um you know we have we have studios that are um lgbtq plus studios that could change that yeah. we have the power to to tell our own stories in a way that is more uh real that is more um aligned with with reality and we don't do that we just sit here and complain right and so to those studios what I say to you is, is you know, if, if you're tired of seeing Hollywood or that studio or this studio, um, you know, talk about this is what we want to see because this is what sells, then prove them wrong, you know? And if you're someone who, who is a writer and, and what you do and what drives your passion is to write screenplays and to potentially, you know, have a movie written and tell a story, then grab it by the balls and tell your fucking story. And hopefully these studios that um, are part of our community or that say they want to represent our community will pick up these stories and the stories are told. Well, I mean, Jay made a good point earlier when we were talking on break because it, it's already been done. Yeah. Uh, Modern Family. Yeah, right. But Cam mod- is not your average, like, Adonis body type, right? And his partner... Still not conventionally attractive. Right. But can you imagine Cam trying to pull off a character that is in a romantic setting? Right. Aside from having comedy I mean, be did, what though. drives he, that relationship. He, he did. In Modern it's, Family, all comedic. I think. it's all comedic. Yeah, the what? majority of their interaction, True. even mm-hmm. with her, with their daughter, um, uh, I think they're Lily. Lily um, the majority of their interaction, are, um, I, I would probably say, you know, t- to be fair, 75% of their interaction on screen is all about comedy. It's yeah. all about him being eccentric. It's all about him being in a state of panic all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And other, other than that, right? Other than that, when you see any portrayal of a big, uh, probably not, probably not. But I'm thinking Tyler Perry with Medea. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, in a way that's that's pro- and again, it's comedy. Right. You know, even though there's hard hitting subjects that they that they um address, right. Um it's still in a comedic 
sense. There's, right. You know, right. even in rom-coms, you know, and, and <clears throat> it's weird because I was, uh, we're talking about, you know, representation of the non-normal or, you know. Non-societal. <laughs> societal norms. Norm. Body, so, yeah. so yesterday I actually watched a movie. So I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the full title, but it's called Britney Runs a Marathon. Oh, I love that movie. Love it. Yeah, it was great. And it, it I watched that. That's I was in a rom com movie yesterday. I've been, right. you know, I've been down in the dumps the past few days, and you know, with these body pains and everything, I really haven't been able to do what I want to do with the family. So I've kind of been kind of hibernating in my bed watching TV, but watching this movie, I was like, wow, you know, I kind of watched it mainly because. You know the portrayal in the movie is someone that is 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 a bigger person, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not your normal GQ looking individual, and and her and her journey, which is based on a true story. Um, but it was a great it was a great the, movie. You know, she yeah. wanted to run the marathon, the New York marathon, yeah. the New York right. marathon, but she was overweight and she was very done in the you know, and, but she made an effort. Right. Which again, great movie, loved the setting. But then again, it was a as a matter of her transforming, you know, from going from, from what a, she was from what something. she was to a slimmer person. Right. Yeah. So and you again, have, even, you have <laughs> even when you talk about like when you think about like Rebel Wilson. Yes. Right. You know, she gets she was cast in everything because she was fat and funny. Big girl, yeah. Right. And she even leaned into that when she was performing. Yep. Uh especially in like pitch perfect. Right. Um, when she would like slap her stomach or call herself Fat Amy, right? Yeah, yeah. But now look at her. She made the choice to lose all that weight and she looks great. Right. She looks amazing. She looks fantastic. But even her agents were like, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. Why? Because she's not being cast. Be- right. Because she had a niche, right. a specific niche. Right. And would someone cast her in a romantic. She in- was, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, would someone cast her as? So she was in a romantic comedy, right? Well, well, as a bigger girl, comedy. Right? No, but it and, was a very heavy comedy, right? And but that's the thing. It's like you know, show me a good romance movie between characters that are actually normal. Yeah, I think you know? she was like it was Chris Hemsworth. I think. With Chris, yeah, but yeah. but uh, back then she wasn't out either, was she? She so was still, wasn't this one where she had nobody amnesia? Nobody knew she... She had amnesia or something yeah, yeah, and yeah. forgot. It's like... Yeah. So... It was a good movie, and yeah. on the flip side of that, they were showing her in a different light, right? Like, she, they were showing some sort of alter ego. I remember seeing this movie. Yes. They were showing an alter ego of her that was sexier, that was a fire, that wrong. And, you know, that's how she got this Chris Hemsworth. And honestly, it's like, it's Chris. I would just watch the movie for just Chris, you know, <laughs> but you know, Rabbit Wilson was in it, but, but that's the thing right there. What you just said is a thing. And that's the sad thing, you know, <laughs> but you know, I will tell you this, that fucking uh, Snapchat filter. I was like, I'm uh, a Hemsworth. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh God. Uh, but I will, I will tell you this. I, I have been fortunate enough in my life that, um, at the size that I was when I was 19, at the size that I was when I was 27, at the size that I am now at 40-something, um, I've really... 40, 20. I, I've really had a, a variety of different, you know... Experiences. Experiences with different types of men, and, and they don't all look like Adonis, and I'm okay with that. 
You know, and I'm never going to look like Adonis again. And I'm perfectly okay with that. I feel beautiful in my skin. I feel like I can walk and hold my head up high. And my confidence level is always at 100, Mm -hmm. regardless of what size I am. You know, and I think that um, not everybody feels that way. Not everybody can handle the pressures of, of what people expect you should look like. Um, especially those that know what I've looked like before, because it's interesting. You walk into the spaces and you see somebody you haven't seen in 20, 30 years. They're like, oh my God, I remember when you were like really skinny and um, that, and I was like, yeah, I remember that too. Thanks motherfucker. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. while we're not promoting like, you know, do whatever. And I'm not just, throwing myself a pity no, party. No, no. That's what I'm saying is like, you know, things change when you get older. And so, going to give you a story so i have a friend um who recently ran into another one of our friends who we both haven't seen in a long time and they were drinking whatever one of them got a little too drunk and looked at my closer friend and was like what happened to you you used to be so pretty (laughs) and it was because they had gained weight right and that's that's sad. Not okay. Right? It's not okay. Um, I mean, because uh, she has gained weight. But, but you could roll her down a hill. But when that happens to me, I just looked at them and I'm just like, well, you know, I'm sorry to disappoint, but you know, you're not the one that's dicking I, me down. I so. wish you could like you're like you have this like weird superpower. It's like I, which I do not have, where you you do. You just haven't discovered it yet. Maybe, right. but like you, you're confident. No matter what, like you are beautifully you, no matter what situation. I'm giving a fuck what people think exactly. about you. That's all exactly. it comes that's, down but, yeah, to. Like that's not. It's an harder. Easy it's thing. hard. It's, it's harder, harder than you, yeah. It's harder than than it is. Yeah. It's It's, hard, it's, it's easier harder to said say. Than right. Yeah. It's what harder said than done. <laughs> yeah. Because but, I will tell you, when yeah. I was in my twenties, yeah, when I was between the ages of nineteen and twenty-seven, I really gave a fuck about what people thought. I'm like, if you, I didn't walk into a place and you didn't say I look pretty at least three times. We weren't talking. Yeah, I was like, okay. you need to perpetually like just feed me that I'm beautiful and that I'm young and that I am the bomb. And and and, and then I, I hit my my late twenties. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm a walking vanity stick. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be this. So I don't feel that way. I mean, I don't feel like I'm a walking vanity stick, but like I do, I, you know, no, I, but it was a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Yeah. That's a bad thing. Being very vain, being very self-absorbed and, and, and expecting. I got to look the shit. I got to look the shit or I got to, you know, I, I got to walk all, yeah, into the bar yeah. and have at least four, four guys people. give me their numbers. Yeah. Otherwise I'm not pretty enough. Yeah. yeah and, and, and I think it's a matter of, you know, boosting yourself, right. your self ego, right? Your ego. Uh, when you're younger, because you want to feel good, and you want to know that people notice you, right? right. But it, then again, you look. You got to look at your life. You know, prior to your twenties and your teens, you probably weren't as interested in that. You probably just wanted to fuck, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know? So, I mean, you would forget to eat. Though. You just wanted to just go <laughs> just out and go party. Out it's like party. You, you couldn't wait for Saturday uh, to arrive so that you can go to the bar, hang out, and party and have a good time. And have a yeah. good time. And, and then, now I'm like Saturday. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, you go through through certain things, and I think a lot of the times is is you know once you stop start realizing that if you're comfortable the way you are, regardless of how you look to everyone else, fuck it. Right. You know, I, like I've told you a hundred times. You know, I have gotten 
hit on more as an adult overweight than I did when I was younger and in shape, which is insane to me. I've gotten hit on more by men and women, you know, and I'm like, when I was younger, I was in shape. I was always exercising. I was always, you know, I had my shit going for me. I really didn't feel like I wasn't, I didn't get hit on the way that it's happened to me now. I'm right. like, I got a fucking dad bod. Girl, you, know, which, you weren't which comfortable I would, with yourself. Yeah, but but the other thing is, you know, you, you assume, you know, people ain't going to be into this shit. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yep. Because you're like, fuck, look at me. I, I don't look good. Right. One thing I also did is I stopped walking into places and expecting anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I stopped walking into bars and expecting that you know someone must hit on me tonight yes no i just i go to the bar i have my drink hey how are you i keep moving and if if you meet someone and you and you, you have do, a connection and if, and if you, you, do, you don't if you don't you don't i got you know one of the beauties about being gay is that you know you don't have to worry about um you know falling in well it's a nice thing if you fall in love and you meet the guy of your dreams, but you don't have to purposely just go to the bar and, and, you know, expect to have some sort of meaningless connection. Um, at least for me, when I can just go and or go any place and just, you know, have genuine conversations with people and enjoy people's company. And I'm at a point in my life, like you said, you know, I, I got to a point where I was just like, I don't give a shit what you think, yep. you know, and you get that. Oh, you look fat. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, thanks. I worked very hard at it. You know, it's a lot of work, a lot of putting shit in your mouth all the time. Put a lot of money into this shit. Mm-hmm. It's expensive to <laughs> it's be expensive. me, uh, but but it's it's not. It's easier, you know, said than done for a lot of people who who are overweight, like me and like Jay and me? what you believe to be overweight, which I don't think you are. Yeah, when the doctor um, told me I was a beast, I was like, I know. Oh, thank you, doctor. She was like, No, I meant obese. I actually. <laughs> I fired my last doctor because of that. I have a new doctor now, but my last doctor walked in. He's he weighed me, and the first thing he said to me during my first initial checkup was like, "You know, you're fat," and I'm like, uh, "You're fired." I just got up and walked out. I was like, "I'm done." Yeah, no, no copay, <laughs> no copay. No, we're not doing this show. Um, don't be a dick about it. Um, you know, people have feelings. You know, I have a mirror. Yes. I look at myself every day Fully aware of that. and I find beauty in a lot of different places in my body every single day. And there are some that I don't like, but you know what? It's none of your business. I'm dealing with that and I deal with that every day. But the moral of the story is, is everyone should have representation. Right. Yes. I agree. So to all those studios out there, and to all those writers, you want to see it, write the fucking shit, put it out there. Somebody will get it. And hopefully we'll watch it. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, we do have to wrap it up. Um, it's weird Tuesday, huh? Uh, but we're going to, right before we do that, we'll talk about resolutions very quick and, um, and then we'll, uh, jump into our, our closing and, uh, let it go. Let 2022 go down the drain. Like every other year has. (laughs) So who wants to go first? Trish, you mentioned it. I mean, I feel bad now mentioning mine. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> well, no. What's your New Year's resolution? Go for it. Get uh, into shape. <laughs> my first one is lose 15 pounds. Okay. Right. Well, well but, that's doable. But again, it's it's not a matter of trying to look a specific way. Now, in our Actually, age, it it's, it's, more of a, it's more of a health concern, right? Well, Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. You, you want to... Yeah. 
you want to make sure you're not at risk of. <laughs> well, well, she, she just doesn't elements. want to go shop um, for, for new clothes. For new clothes, she <laughs> wants to be able to fit in all the fabulous clothes that she currently has. Well, I'm already losing weight because I'm right. cooking more, but which I wanna, is amazing. I want to yeah. actually like just healthy. Yeah, be, yeah. be more be more active and yeah, yeah, feel a little bit better. And then my <laughs> um, second one is I, I'm a, I'm going to date in 2023. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's a huge step. But you know, it's it's hard. What about you, Jay? I want to date too, but I don't think my wife will accept it. Well, let me stop. Yeah. Let me stop. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. <laughs> we have a pool boy. Yeah, we have a pool boy. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I got is a kiddie pool. No. He's I hate a pool it. boy. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, for me, just. <laughs> Same thing. Just trying to be a little bit healthier. Um, I I definitely got to lose some pounds. Um, not not just because I'm trying to look better, but health wise, it's affected me. It's taken a toll on me. And with this injury on my back, you know, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling right. it a lot more. So, just trying to get healthier. I a few years ago, I kind of you know my resolution was to stop making resolutions because we all kind of you know put these these goals in place just to tell people we got goals in place and, and by day three they're by, done by day <laughs> shit but in 24 hours I'm a date I mean that three people said no. I'm that gonna go on three dates night. by the third yeah and then I'm done <laughs> then I'm yeah. done yeah <laughs> but that very same night I mean 30 minutes into it you just down like half a fucking pork you know because yeah. Yeah. you're like oh I got a little peckish and then you go back for the pernil and you're yeah. like oh shit I just had a whole another plate of rice exactly exactly yeah um, it's just but you know. just just trying to get healthier um that that's about it you know and i i wouldn't say mine is a resolution mine is a goal my goal i have two goals one is to continue to manage uh my medical condition um which i believe it's important um through through Eating properly, I wouldn't call that dieting. I, I just call that eating properly and eating things that are good for me. Uh, and whether that allows me to lose weight, that's a plus. But, you know, my main focus is to just make sure that I'm I'm taking care of myself uh, from a healthy perspective. And secondly, uh, you know, after, you know, being barricaded in my house for two years, I think that for 2023, I want to be able to start, you know, getting out there, going on vacations, um, going out to events and not being so comfortable in just me being by myself in my home, which I love. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I believe that, you know, silence is golden unless you have a puppy. Then silence is dangerous. Go mm. find that little fucker because he's doing something. Or kids. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I truly enjoy my solitude. I believe that I find myself, uh, which helps me deal with the pressures of society. I, I really enjoy finding myself in solitude. And that's why I love living alone. I love being by myself and enjoying my own space. But I think that I want to make an effort to put myself out there and start doing a little bit more. Yeah. Right. And you know, there's a whole like um, community that you could join for gingers. Maybe I will do that. Yeah. And like they have events and stuff. Ginger Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Merry Christmas to you. uh, Happy New New Year. Year. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. ho. Santa, this year I would like (laughs) Santa's Uh, favorite ho. 
<laughs> Santa, this year I would like an actual glory hole. Make it happen. Oh, but then you did. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was just the sheet. I'm talking about like a real booth. A real booth. Oh, booth boy. with audio. What is this in my stocking? Why does this sheet have a oh, hole in it? it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically what I want for me. And, um, you know, and awesome. for all of you out there, uh, we're wishing you a healthy 2023. And we hope um, that uh, it's up from here, you yep. know, because yep. all you can do. Absolutely. All right. Well, that being said, uh, thank you all for joining us. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up. So I'm going to toss it over to my boys. We've got two more things to do, and then we're saying bye bye. So, Trish, I'm going to give you some love, girl. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Mama Kim's Minute, everybody. Number one, Ukraine passes LGBTQ plus hate speech ban in big step for equality. Yes. Number two, Barbados has officially decriminalized gay sex. About time. Number three, Wilson Cruz was kicked out of his house after coming out. Which is crazy. Um, and I will say, you know, it, it, it's impressive. I should have started with that because the other two were really positive. Sorry about that. No, but 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 that's okay. I I think it's the way you read it. Probably you had you had a pep in your step, and And then I like oh I do, (laughs) and that's okay. But but I will say this on regards to Ukraine passing, um, you know, a a ban on hate speech, um, LGBTQ plus hate speech. um, It's very impressive that they managed to do this at a point in time and where the country is still in active war and being attacked by a tyrant state. So, I mean, bravo for them. And, you know, good for them. So, and before uh, we move on from Mama Kim's Minute, I want to eternally thank our incredible, um, you know, mother um, de facto, Mama Kim, for all of her amazing work throughout 2023 and for <laughs> continuing to support the show by helping us find uh, these amazing stories that we get to, to highlight every week and that you can go and and click on and and read for yourselves she is a beacon of hope and a light for those mothers who need to to be a light in their children's eyes and and honestly to see how she went from not having any connection to the lgbtq plus community and then finding our show and and doing her research and supporting and jumping in Mm -hmm blindly into our community and loving us and loving her children um it's just incredible so mama kim you are a doll you're a love we love you so much i hope you know that also let sean know that i'm gonna start dating again in 2023 (laughs) (laughs) even though he's a little too young for me (laughs) nasty uh but thank you thank you for what you do thank Thank you for your support of us and for your unconditional love for all you amazing beautiful gifts that you've sent us over the years and the uh, here and there messages. Thank you for the yeah. Merry Christmas messages mm-hmm. that yeah. we I got during uh, Christmas. And yeah. I am. I'm sure the boys did as well. Did you send her one of these? But no, I did. I did not send her a cock ring. <laughs> I don't think she. I don't think she'll get much use out of it. Well, she can always gift she it. Can, <laughs> it's a hair so, tie. But. Yeah, she'll be like, oh, it's a yeah. Oh, a hair tie. No. Yeah. But no, uh, incredible. And your support. I I wish that. If if in the future a child is to ever deserve a mother so supporting and so loving of a child in our community, that every mother on this earth is one like you. Thank Absolutely. you. Mm. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, Jay, over to you. Before she starts the waterworks. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. And as always, it's uh, This Day in Gay History, brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0. First, sure? Mm. Yes. <laughs> First and foremost, let's go. <clears throat> On December 27th of 1980, in the Netherlands, the first international lesbian conference in Amsterdam occurred. Women from 17 countries attended the conference for the International Lesbian Information Secretar- Secretar- uh, Secretariat. Secretariat held over one. six days at a youth hostel in central Aster- Amsterdam. Asterdam. Asterdam. Astroglide. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you Secretariat, but I'm Secretariat. not going to give you Amsterdam. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a little cursive going on right now. That's all right. That's all right. It happens. All right. Well, ladies and gents, if you love the show, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as our episodes are published. Jay? You can also support us on Patreon. With Patreon, you, our listeners, can help us to support the show with a pledged donation. Jesus. The donations are collected monthly monthly and can be at any denomination of a dollar or more please send me money no, yes, clean. <laughs> and now here's nick with a weekly reminder for all of you bottoms out there who want to keep your buttholes on point like me uh we're talking about future method and i'm gonna toss it over to her some love all right everybody don't forget get the future method today each time you clean out with water or enemas <laughs> delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged increasing chances of injury and or stds this first of its kind doctor developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser today. Yas Queen. Jay? Oh, Jay. And I wait, guess, wait, wait, wait. Let's get them out. <laughs> let's get them out, boys. Oh, nobody can see And as them. always, it's oh. time to put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put the a ring, ring on, on it. it. This was stretches. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. They I are get... stretchy. They're, they are real. They are real. I got them for you guys. I'm going to try it. And as always, our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under, uh, under audio podcast. It is also... <laughs> Why are you moaning over there, Nick? I'm just laughing to myself about this fucking cock ring. <laughs> it is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. You can find us on social media. Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0. Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. Email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, it's time for your cock ring. All right. And <laughs> if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website and click on the Cockring tab. No, I'm kidding. Contact us tab where you can, um, you know, leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast, or ask Jay for a cockring as a gift. You can also <laughs> call us and leave us a question via voice message. We can answer those for you, including how they fit. Just give us a call, 334 Gay Talk. Yeah. You know, it's like how to no, put no. them on. How to, yeah. Yeah, the how to's. Oh my God. I'm thinking of a segment. Okay. How to? How to. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord have mercy. How to with Jay, your boyfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> your boyfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> We're going to do it. We're going to do it. 2023, here we come. All right, and if you need all those digits, the phone number is 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every m- Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> and you can access the live stream version of our show at digitalstreamradio.com. Ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you and have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Dish.